Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. As always, if you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A, and across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. Mm. Get funky, baby. Let's go. Hell yeah. Okay. Back up on your ass from the resurrection. Yeah. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Big Skis, a.k.a. The Oracle, a.k.a. Motor Oil Marvin. <laughs> I tell you what, we're doing a little, uh, look, we've, we've talked about this a little bit. Uh, you got the boy, Jay LaFondizi, coming in the house. What up? Uh... We've talked about this. We have been a very uh, since we started this podcast five years ago. Yes, the uh, be five the amount of things. Five that, years in October, right? That's the, where we're headed right now. We're on season five. Season five. So we'll be starting season six in October. Correct. Damn. All right. Man. So I, we we talked about this before the insane amount of things that have happened since correct the first get together at the kitchen table yes aka echo caverns yes uh it's what we call the uh the uh kitchen these days echo caverns screaming into one mic plugged into a laptop not to be confused with moaning caverns which is another room but correct you know (laughs) but uh what you call the bedroom the moaning cavern yeah I don't know what you're talking about, sir. All right, all right, all right, all right. Got you. Next. Uh, so let me just tell you this. Uh, everything has changed dr- dramatically, tremendously, whatever, however you want to say. And getting together has become much more difficult mm-hmm. because very much so. Um, 
what what really happened, and I'll just be honest with you, is I stayed busy. Yes. And Bill kind of had weekends open. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Every now and then we'd run into a trip or something like that. Sure. Correct. But when you switched over to the real estate game, yeah, things changed. Yes, it did. You know, and all for the better. Yeah. Um. So once all of those things now, now it's not just me being the asshole being like, sorry, I got a tea time with Nick. So can we do Sunday? Yeah. Right. And you're right. like, all right, whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, to, hey, you got this. I got this. And like this week you were like, hey. I can uh, I can do Saturday, but I'm unavailable Sunday. Right. And I was like, well, shit, I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. I have no time on Saturday, and I got all day Sunday. Right. So I was like, hey, what about Friday night? You know, right. then we don't have to worry about anything on the weekend. I know it's a little harder. You had to hit the a uh, little bit of the Friday traffic. We got out a little early, so it worked out. I think you didn't. We didn't. Neither of us hit too much of it. No, it's not. Wasn't too bad. Uh, and the Carl's Jr. line was empty for you. So it that's was. Good. Yes, man. I got um, that double Western bacon like that. Hello. Props to the uh, Carl's Ugh. Jr. on uh, what's the name of the road before you turn? Oh, that's a uh, Mitchell and uh, Whitmore. Props to the Carl's Jr. Mitchell and Whitmore. Oh, big shout out. They were quick. They got my order out in. Record time, but I, I didn't even know there was records. Well, it, but you know, there was no one there. It was like a fucking ghost town. I'm pretty sure a tumbleweed rolled through the parking lot. So, you know, had it taken a long time, there would have been a problem. But no, it was. Uh, Everyone was at Taco Bell, apparently. Yeah, I started there, and uh, that line was backed out all the way into the highway. So I was like, yeah, no, not getting a burrito supreme today. That's mm-hmm. not. That shit ain't going down. Literally, in right. more ways than one. More since I didn't have Taco one. Bell. So anyway. It's Friday night. It is. We're recording, and we're not going to go anywhere for a few hours. So uh, I'm drinking a beer, yeah. and uh, because Bill, not yeah. a huge beer guy. No, I'm not. I happen to have some uh, Cayman Jack canned margaritas, courtesy of Lafondizi. Yeah. And I was like, I think this is Bill approved, and he liked it. So. It is absolutely Bill approved. It. Uh, you know what it takes for alcohol to be Bill approved? Sugar. Yes. For <laughs> for basically, it it needs to not taste like alcohol. Uh-huh. And then I approve it. Yeah. I can get my buzz on without having to taste like I'm getting my buzz on. Well, you got your badge of honor. Got my badge of honor. Yes. So, uh, not yeah. today, but uh, in uh, either next week or the week after, a ton of music dropped in the hip hop world. It sure did. Tech Nine, Killer Mike, Nas, Chino XL. A lot of stuff's dropped. Tons mm. of singles. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But first. Yeah. We got some updates to come up on for this uh, this episode right here. Yes. Bill's going to update us uh, about his son, Will, which he talked about the accident a couple episodes ago or a couple episodes ago. Was it the last episode? I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's possible. I forget. It yes. was a previous episode. It was. On a previous installment. Of the 209 podcast. Uh, right. And then uh, I've got a, a travel story. Oh, we right, all love right, right, the right. tales of Savage on the Road. Yes. This one will not to disappoint you. Okay, I love that. Uh, it's uh, it, it did it didn't end up too bad, but uh, the story. As soon as I drove out of the parking lot, I was like, I cannot wait. I think I texted you. I was like, good news or bad news? Yeah, I was like, give me the bad news because I'm like, let's just get it over with. You're but right. uh, yeah, we've got uh, glad to be in the studio. Yeah, um, absolutely. We we got both of us on the mics. Yes. Uh, we noticed a little bit of a uh, a little bit of an echo. Uh, last recording yeah uh i didn't really notice it when we were talking about it but it, to be honest like bill was really getting into the story about will obviously it was a heartfelt thing and 
maybe he pulled away a little from the mic a little bit as he was talking and i think the the dynamics of the room were a little off that day regardless uh if you noticed apologies yeah it was uh, rough one of the first things i ever know i ever learned when i was doing any kind of uh, uh communication or like a tv or a radio class yeah the first thing they tell you is just keep going right 90 percent of the people won't notice right and the other 10% of the people are probably some former radio students anyway. So yeah. they just let yeah, Right, 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 so, yeah. So it was like when I was in a band and uh, when they'd fuck up a song, you know, we'd fuck up. Maybe, and it, not always them, but let's say the guitar player flubbed or I forgot a lyric. Well, we're not famous, right? Right. No, nobody knows these fucking songs. But the song would end and I'd be like, whoo, boy, we really fucked that one up. Or man, we screwed the pooch on that one. And at the end of the show, the drummer calls me over and goes, Bill, Bill, why do you feel the need to tell them when we fuck up? I go, I don't know, man. I just think it's kind of a funny story. He's like, dude, they have no clue. Number one, they probably don't play instruments. <laughs> Number two, they've never heard the fucking song. So they don't know you flubbed a lyric or I missed a drum part. Don't say that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you got a point. And, I'll give it to look, you. And, and we, and we've, we've probably talked about this before on the podcast. We are our yeah. own worst critics. Oh, hundred like, percent. I can literally, this has happened. And, and, and uh, I could tell you this right now for a fact, for a fact that uh, I'm going to hit the wrong button for a fact. Oh, you nasty. Can confirm this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There has been several times where not only him, but me as well. Like, I'll go out, and I'll be like three for four, hit a double, knock in four runs, make like three really good plays in defense, and I'll be pissed about the one play I messed up. Right, right. Like, I'll just right. be like, fuck. And he's like, what's, you know. And yeah, I'll be, yeah. I just am so hard on myself. We ended up winning. It's not a big deal. It didn't cost us the game. But, like, I'm a perfectionist. He's the same kind of way. You're right there. Man, we really fucked that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nobody knows that you missed a string, dude. No, no, like, no. It was, it was just something I felt had to be said, yeah. even though they had no clue. And it's the same thing. You're absolutely right. We're our own worst critics. When I, I listen to every episode and I go, so when we had the, when I was backing off the mic and the sound was going in and out, I was just like, my God, to do this for five years, we're, we're, we're in five years of this. And it sounds that sound that's what our first episode sounded like god damn it you know it sounds like it just hurt my soul dude i was like ah oh, i can't believe after five years this is the kind of content we're putting out but you're absolutely right i, I did anyone reach out to you and say what the fuck happened with the hey, sound you sitting there you mess up a lyric and yeah. you're like you thinking like the whole thing like why are we even finishing the song Nobody really knows, right? But in your mind, I'm sitting over in the corner, going, "You know that line's uh, keep it popping from Czechoslovakia to Stockton, right?" He totally fucked that up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my money back from yeah, 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 yeah. from Dreamers refund from refund Dr from Dreamers. So yeah, I mean, so I had I'm guessing no one reached out and was like, "Hey, what the fuck happened with the sound? Like, what's going on with the mic? Like, it's probably just." us being hard on ourselves i would imagine more than anything else correct the only person i've had i'm throwing keyboards mention the sound is my homie keith because he is a producer that's what he does he produces his own podcast he produces our 
our songs and our music and he mixes it. So he'll go, hey, man, you sound a little tinny or is your mic okay? Is everything all right with your microphone? Because something sounds a little off. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Can you come over? You know, like, I, have no, I have no idea. We don't know what we're doing. Are you talking about um, amateur high school class of 93, Keith White? I am Keith Evan White. Oh, Keith Evan White. Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the man, the myth, the legend, my homeboy, the dude who beats the drums uh-huh. like it ain't no damn thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's, right? the, that's the dude I'm talking Rumor about. Rumor on the street. Yeah. You know, with the ladies, he's got a nice rear end. They call him Asquatch. Asquatch? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. I never heard that either, but... What? Where does that come from? What the fuck? It's a thing now. <laughs> Asquatch? Never heard that before. I expect to hear that on the next uh, podcast they record. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. It's your boy Keith White, a.k.a. Asquatch. Asquatch. That's a, yeah. That. <laughs> Hey man, Savage said that Keith, not me. Hey bro, hey, listen, <laughs> I, listen, Keith. I never Keith, heard that. Keith, game recognized game. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I will say, uh, you mentioned class of '93. We uh-huh. did, we did have a. Uh, I think I mentioned it on one of the episodes, previous episodes, that we had a 30 year cla- high school class reunion. The class of '93 uh-huh. in June hit 30 years. Oh, hell yeah. Yes, we did. And we did have a reunion. Now, it wasn't like an official reunion. Normally, when you have a reunion, uh, they go to the high school, they get names, they get addresses, they get contact information. Uh, You know, there'll be obviously something on social media, but they'll reach out via phone call, via email, via text, Uh whatever uh it takes to get as many people gathered together as possible. And generally, you pick a big venue, you make it a, a a big giant party. This was kind of just, well, nobody's doing anything, so why don't we all just meet up at a bar in Sutter Creek and just kind of shoot the shit for a few hours? It was really laid back, was really, it was uh, unassuming, unofficial, relaxed, chill. I think initially they only had about, they were just asking whoever was tagged in it from the class to share the post. Uh, I think originally they had anticipated maybe 20 people coming, we got 10. So you know how that always goes. If you got a million people saying they're going to come, you can cut that number in fucking half. People are going to flake. That's just how it goes. Uh, so the fact that we got 10 out of 20, I don't think is that bad considering we're all old. Yeah. It was nighttime. You know, <laughs> when, when old hey. people go to bed. Hey. You know? <laughs> and in case you were really curious if Bill was really old, he just used the term nighttime. I did. It was <laughs> night, baby. It was nighttime. It's nighttime. But, you know, I was at the hospital with my son and, and, they, and I had forgotten and somebody tagged me and said, Bill, you coming tonight? Because somebody posted something on Facebook. I'm sitting there with my son. And it was a picture from our old high school days. And I said, man, the 90s was the shit. I don't care what anybody says. It was the best. And then somebody popped up. You coming tonight? And I was like, oh, you know what? Yes. You know, I got to just get my son through dinner. And and then I'm there. And uh, I texted my homie Keith. I'm like, hey, you still going tonight? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm like, look, dude, if it's a bust. I said, I'm coming right now from the hospital. If it's a bust and there's nobody there and you go to leave, text me because I'll just keep right on driving by and go the fuck home, man. I don't want to. And he's like, all right, I'll let you know. I said, cool, I'm on my way. And I got there, man. And, you know, I know I think when we talked about it last time, you were like, yeah, that's not something I would ever do. I have no desire. You know, what was cool about it, man, was so these 10 out of the 10 other people that were there. I think other than Keith. And you know what? No, I'm going to take that back. Keith and I didn't really hang out that much in high school. We didn't really hang out until after high school. Uh-huh. 
there was really no one there that I was tight and tough and, and hung in day in and day out with in high school. These were all people that I knew who they were. I was, I'm aware of them. Uh, you know, I knew who they were. I knew we were, we had some classes together, but we weren't like, they weren't in my core group of people, but man, so it made it even more interesting to catch up and find out what these people were doing and where they were at and how their shit's been because it was like meeting them almost for the first time for the second time. If that makes any sense. Does that make sense? Like I knew them. We were acquainted. We definitely met before. But we were never tight. And so this was like almost like really getting to know them for the first time. So it was really cool. And it was all it was just a really cool core kind of tight little tiny group of people. We shot the shit for a few hours and we went home, man. And, I, I'm, and I'm really glad I did it because there was a part of me with all that shit that was going on with my son that I was like, oh, God, this is the last thing I need to be doing. I just need to go home and go to fucking bed, you know, and uh it would have been the easy way out. It would have been the absolute easy way. And I'm really glad that I didn't. I had a really good time. Uh, you know, it felt like I was back in high school again. Everybody was like, Bill, rap. Bill, say a rap. Say a rhyme, man. And so I ended up rapping twice. One of them got caught on video and got shared to Facebook. Uh, yeah, it was a good time, man. I had fun. And I, and I, and I don't regret a moment of going. I'm I would have regretted it more had I not gone. I had a good blast. And, um... One of the young ladies who, who helped kind of put it together had us put all our names and phone numbers into her phone because she wants to in a few years to plan something in like Tahoe, like and try to get more people involved and, and do like a big something big and official. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I had a good time and I'm glad I went. man. Nice job. Thank you. <laughs> I drove there. So yeah. I drove myself. I was. <laughs> Just you and Asquatch hanging out with the old I class mean, and You're going to hold on to that Asquatch thing. You know, I got to see Keith. I'm going to see him in town. Well, as soon as you do, that's the first thing you're going to think of I now. know, I just... Yeah, I don't know where that came from. It's crazy. Uh, and he listens. It's so, part I mean, of the motor... Hey, blame it on the motor oil. He man. listens. Yeah, you're drinking. All right. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, it was... I was really glad to be there. So it was cool, man. I, I had a good time, and, and I'll definitely, if the one in Tahoe pops up in a couple years, if I'm around, which I don't plan on going anywhere, I'll, I'll go, man. Yeah, I think it was pretty cool. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, speaking of, uh, like you said, you were you were at the hospital with Will. I was. And then you, uh, you know, got the message on Facebook about it, and you decided to go. But uh, why don't you give the listeners a little bit of a uh, Will update? So, you know, it's funny. I was telling someone, like, because every day someone asks me, how's Will? And I don't remember who I've told what. So I always say, I feel like a, a bad comedian. Now, well, hey, stop me if you heard this one. You know, like it's like, so I tell people like, you know, I'm going to be honest. I just say, Bill, I already know this and stop. Because I don't, at this point, I don't know who I've told what. So I'll be honest with you, I'm blanking out on where we left off a little bit. So I think Will was still in the, had had Will been moved? He hadn't been moved to rehab yet. No, no so you yeah. were looking at rehab. It was a long road. Yes, yes, yes. A lot yes, of stuff yes. was going on. Okay, you know. so, yeah. So he got, he did get moved. So he was in the ICU when he was really bad. Then as he woke up and came to, they moved him to a traditional trauma unit. Once he started doing well in the trauma unit, like getting up, walking around, once he got the clear from physical therapy, occupational therapy, and what's the other one? Physical, occupational, and speech. Once physical, occupational, speech therapy, and his doctors all felt he was capable enough, 
Then they they decided it was time for him to go to a true rehab. Uh, now, the big question is which rehab? Because Will is on Medi-Cal, which is government-funded insurance. So they, you know, not to knock anybody on Medi-Cal. I've been on Medi-Cal. My son is still currently on Medi-Cal. But Medi-Cal doesn't tend to want to foot the bill for shit. They don't go the expensive route. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't have a tendency to, it's not the best insurance. I, and, and, and again, that's not a knock. He's lucky to have anything at all. He would have been screwed if he didn't. But so initially, UC Davis was like, man, we just built this rehab. It's a brand new rehab. It's right up the street. We're going to send you there. We got a bed ready. We'll get you set up. Well, a few days later, uh, the insurance goes, yeah, no, <laughs> that's really expensive. And uh, yeah, he, he doesn't qualify for that rehab. Uh-huh. So, okay, then it's a matter of we got to find what rehab to get him into. Because even though he's talking and walking and feeling much better, he still has no use in his left hand. His vision is blurry and his speech is still a bit slow. So he still has clearly has work to do. He can't, you know, he has trouble dressing himself and taking the cap off the toothpaste and things of that nature. And, you know, eating and and showering things are it's all more difficult with only one hand. It's crazy, but you don't realize how much you need both hands till you see somebody that ain't got one, you know? Um, so finally, he gets approved for Mercy General's rehab. Uh, there's They do have beds available. The insurance says it's okay. So he gets loaded up in an ambulance and they shoot him over there. I follow the ambulance. We get him checked in uh, on a Thursday. And I'm thinking he's going to be there two to three weeks because this is going to be intensive therapy, like a couple hours every single day. They're going to get him back and as healthy as healthy as they can get him before they send him home where he's going to have to fend more to himself and have us take care of him as a family. Well, he got in there and uh, they evaluated him for like two days and they basically told him, yeah, you're probably going to be here seven to ten. And I said, and Will was excited. He wants to go home like he's ready. He. He's done with being, he's been in the hospital now for over a month at this point, or almost a month. Uh, so he's like, yeah, he said seven to 10 days. He, he's stoked. He's happy. And I go, hey, dude, listen, I know they told you that. Don't get your hopes up. I said, if they told you seven to 10, if it's 14, don't be shocked. Nothing happens quickly at a hospital. I said, but for sure, don't expect seven. It's going to, the minimum, be 10. Well, boy, was I wrong. (laughs) It was seven days on the dot, and they counted the first couple days where they evaluated him. So he was in there on a Thursday, and he was out the following Thursday and coming home. And he came home to my house because his mom was out of town. Um, So, you know, it isn't just... It's, you know, they they have to give you a training session on what to do when you take him home. Right. They have to explain all his medications to you that he has to take three times a day when you get home. They explain to you how he has to eat and what you should be feeding him for when you take him home. And we weren't ready for any of this because I figured at minimum we're looking at two weeks. Right. At least two weeks. And all of a sudden you're looking at this crash course on how to be a caregiver. Yeah. And, And luckily for the most part, he gets up and down on his own. He walks fine. He's got one, his right, he's right-handed and it's his right hand that still works. So it's not like I'm lifting him out of bed. It's not like I have to manually feed him everything. Basically what it comes down to is I got to help him sometimes in the getting dressed aspect. 
There are certain times where he'll get hung up trying to put a shirt on. But for the most part now, he can get himself fully dressed. Uh, he can shower himself, get the water on, get the water off. Uh, there's little things like getting the cap off the toothpaste. Getting the toothpaste on is, is, is difficult. And a little squeeze toothpaste. You, you don't realize you need one hand to squeeze it and one hand to hold the toothbrush. It's a, so there was that. Getting deodorant on was a little tricky. Uh, little things like that. But so we're pretty lucky in the fact that he's pretty self-sufficient. Mainly what I was got was was the cook. He can't cook for himself one-handed, especially when you're pureeing everything. And so, you know, he gets out and it's like we have all that crash course on all that stuff. And then it's off to the grocery store to get groceries. Then it's home to get him settled in. And then just trying to figure out how we're going to do this. Like the only bedrooms I have are upstairs. So it's like he's they really didn't want him going up and down stairs. So I'm like, all right, dude, we'll set you up in the living room. But then I'm like, you know what, dude? There's no pride. You're not going to have any privacy. You're going to be here from Thursday through Tuesday afternoon. And, you know, Amber and I get up at five something in the morning. The dog's barking in the middle of the night when he hears a car. You know, I get up to take a piss or get some water, whatever. I'm going to be stepping over you. We get up, walk the dogs, feed the animals. You're going to be miserable. I said, here's what we'll do. I'm going to get you set up upstairs, but you're not to go up the stairs or down the stairs without me. That way, if you fall, I'll be right there. I'm going to walk right behind you as you go up. You're going to walk right behind me as we go down. That way, if you fall, I'm there. Either way, I'm there. I said, but you'll be able to sleep at night without a dog barking, without people getting up to get drinks, without people wandering in and out, stepping over you, getting ready for work, feeding animals, all that kind of shit. So that's what ended up happening was I would, he'd be like, all right, I'm ready for bed. And I'd be like, okay, dude, let's get everything you need. Let's get your drink. Let's get your blankets. Let's get your pillow. Let's get get your uh, tablet. He has a tablet. He lost his cell phone in the crash. So this tablet's been a life saver saver because he can still text and, and FaceTime with people and watch videos. It's been amazing. Um, and it's bigger because his eyesight's off a little bit. So it's, it helps a lot. Uh, so he'd be like, yeah, I'm ready. All right, we get him up there, get him all settled in. I tell him good night and then leave him to bed. Then... Um, in the morning, I'd get up, get myself ready, and before I'd go out to walk the dog, I'd just shoot him a text. Hey, dude, don't know if you're up yet. Just want you to know I'm walking the dog. Be back in like a half hour. Don't come down until I get in. So I come back, and, you know, he'll text me, okay, morning, Dad, I'm up. I'm ready whenever you are. So then I would go up, bring him down, then start preparing his breakfast, uh, give him, you know, get out his medication. We set on his tablet, we set a timer. He has to take these pills, three three different sets of pills, three times a day. So I set a timer to just go off at like 8.30, 12.30, and 8.30. And we have all his pills divvied out into one of those little days of the week thing, you know, where it's like yeah, Sunday, yeah. Monday, Tuesday. But it doesn't matter because he's doing it three times a day. I'm just, I'm just like, dude, you got three different sets of pills. Every time the alarm goes off, just crack this thing open and swallow them. And just one time. And you do that three times a day and you're good. So, yeah, man, I mean, he's all things considered doing well he's nervous he's uh i think i guess i think the proper terminology would be he's got some survivor's guilt because i know on the on the last podcast i think we mentioned that his girlfriend was also in the accident did we talk about that yeah we really didn't know what her situation was i still don't know a lot but i know that she's in much worse shape than he is 
I know that there are talks that there is a possibility she may not walk. And I know the doctors have to give you the worst case scenario Mm -hmm. uh, to prepare you. So God willing, I'm hoping that that's not the case and she walks. And so I know that we talked about, I think the last episode that my son really didn't know how badly she was hurt. And we were gearing up to break that to him, but we wanted to wait till he was stronger. Well, the girlfriend's mom came um, for a visit to talk to Will. She said hi to him, talked to him. And then her and my wife went out in the hallway and she told my wife that, uh, I'm not gonna say her name, but the girlfriend does no, no longer wants to be with Will. I wasn't there, I was at work. The one day I wasn't there, I was there like almost every day. This is the one day I'm not there that I would kill to have been there. And I just couldn't, I couldn't be there. Um, so my ex-wife had to break to him, not only the condition of this person who he thought was his girlfriend, but the fact that she no longer wants to be his girlfriend. Uh-huh. So that was needless to say, a very difficult day for him. A lot of tears, a lot of anger, a lot of emotion, um, doubt, self-doubt. Um, to the point where they had to put someone in the room with him because they were worried. For safety reasons. They were worried he might do something to himself. So for two or three days, they had a lady who just her job was to just sit there. She pretty much just sat there on her phone and they took everything out of his room, anything he could hurt himself with, trash cans, you name it, anything. Things you wouldn't even think of, toothbrushes, trash cans, straws. There was nothing in his room but a pillow on a bed and a remote control. That was pretty much it. I'm like, don't you think he could beat somebody with that remote control? I don't know. I guess that didn't cross our mind. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, after a couple of days. Only of, a madman would think that, that's sir. That's right. The Joker. Anyway. I, <laughs> this remote control. Anyway, I, I could totally see um, that he was, he came to grips. He's a champ, dude. Like he came. All things considered, like he, I don't want to say got over it, but he dealt with it really quickly. So a couple days later, a doctor comes in and says, look, I I know you were having some negative thoughts. Maybe you're going to hurt yourself. How do you feel now? And he said, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to do that. So they brought stuff back to his room. The lady left. And it was shortly after that he got sent to rehab. But that being said, he's home now. And as you and I know, you and I who've both been through some pretty nasty breakups in our lives, uh, when you really care about someone and you don't see it coming, just in a regular situation, it's incredibly difficult. Uh-huh. Uh, it hurts. It feels like someone died. It feels like you've had your heart ripped out of your chest. We'll add on top of that that he doesn't know what's happening with his hand. He doesn't know if he's going to speak right, walk right, be able to function, go back to work, drive. He doesn't know what... Not to mention all that. And then on top of it, he now knows how hurt she is and that he was driving and that it was his fault. Right. So he's mentioned to me a couple of times, Dad, I if I could, I, I know she doesn't want to be with me anymore, but I'd trade places with her in a second. I wish it had been me in her situation and her in mine. I I would I would gladly switch to, to take some of that pain away from her. And I go, but I, I know if I get it. I'd be worried about you if you didn't feel bad. Right. It means you're a good person and you care. But what you got to remember is it was an accident. They call it an accident for a reason. You didn't get in the car and jerk the wheel because you were angry and were out to hurt her. It's Latrobe Road. It's one of the most dangerous, horribly driven, 
commuted roads of Amador County, possibly in Northern California. It's awful. It's so heavily commuted, so heavily trafficked, and people do it every day and they drive like maniacs and it is the most unforgiving, dangerous road out there. There's no room for error. You're either in a ditch, hitting a tree, or hitting someone head on. Those are your options. So he said, I don't know if he hit a patch of dirt. He was probably speeding a little bit because no one goes 40 on the Trobe Road, you know. So they said he was probably speeding. But, you know, if he hit a patch, if his wheel went off in the rut, he overcorrected, went into the oncoming lane of traffic. We don't really know what happened, but both of them are lucky to be alive. Um, so his spirits, all things considered, he's much happier to be home. Uh, he's And he's focused on doing his exercises and trying to get better. It's where he's putting his focus. He's talking a lot to friends. He's had friends come for visits and and he's listening to music and he's watching movies and he's just trying to take his mind off of it, I think. as Again, as people who've been through breakups, you know, uh -huh. whatever you can do to distract yourself, I think he's doing that. And he's working hard at it. But still, he'll have, he just, you know, just like anyone else, he has his moments where he starts to cry or he... Uh, he, he feels guilty. Uh, and like I said, it's like survivor's guilt, I think. Here he is up walking around, friends coming to a visit, going to the store. And I don't know how, when his girl, ex now, will even get out of the hospital. You know, she's still, she's no longer in ICU, but I know that she's had multiple, multiple surgeries. Will had the one on his jaw. That was pretty much it. She's had, you know, things done to her spine, things done to her neck. Uh, pins in her broken arms and legs uh, uh just one surgery just to remove all the shrapnel from her body glass metal from the wreckage uh a surgery because i think from all that shrapnel she got a blood infection like just a lot of things uh, awful absolutely awful my heart goes out to her and to her family i hold no ill will or or bad feelings towards her apparently according to the mom this breakup was something that was coming in the works prior to the accident but they're young and it was their first serious relationship and she was nervous and didn't know how to tell him and so once this happens now you know will's wanting to talk to her and and so now clearly she's mad and rightfully so i'm sure she's upset and i get it i get it you know but so you know when will's they sent flowers to her and balloons on behalf of will and Will's been talking to the mom, saying he wants to speak with her. And finally, when the daughter was able to speak and talk, she said, no, I don't, I just don't want to see him. I've been over it for a while and this is, I, I just can't. So I hope, my biggest hope, and I'll end it on this, is that he is able, because I don't think he'll ever have closure uh -huh. until he can, and I don't think this is going to happen for a very, 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 very long time, if ever. But I hope for my son's sake and for her sake as well, the will does have the opportunity to sit down and just look her in the eye and apologize to her and tell her how absolutely sorry and horrible he feels and that he wishes that none of it happened and that he could take, obviously clearly could take it back. If he could, he would. Right. Just to, and even if she can't forgive him, but at least he can say that he did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. I pray for him that he gets that. I know he wants it. And I go, I wouldn't hold your, it's not going to be anytime soon, but like she's not gonna be able to look at you while being in a hospital room and not being able to walk like you're gonna have to give that some time but i think there may be a time but it could be a year it could be two years from now but right you know that's that's where we stand 
So some good news, some not so good news, but he's staying as positive as he can, all things considered. Well, all right, man. Uh, the good news, obviously, is, of course, you know, as as as, as horrific as that was, right. you know, both of them, and we talked about it last time, alive, yes. fighting, yes, um, and, uh, and on, the, on the road to recovery. They're young, and that's what I keep hearing from people is, thank God this happens now because their bodies are stronger, their bodies are more capable to fight, their bodies are better at healing. You know, like I said, I think I said it the last time we talked about it. This happens to you or I. I, We may not bounce back. We don't bounce anymore at 40-whatever. You know, my dad was in a horrific car accident, and I want to say he was in his late 50s, early 60s, and he's never been the same. Right. And again, it's the same situation. Thank God he's alive. But that being said, it fucked him up. To this day, he's still in pain. Like, and it's been years. I was still married to Carrie when that happened. And he still has sleepless nights, hurts. Uh, his body is not, doesn't move the same. So, yeah, it's, there is definitely a lot of positives there. And a lot of, of you, you, it's easy to dwell on the dark side. But there's so much more good things to be thankful for that, absolutely, man. It's, uh, we're on the right track. It's just, the, the as it sounds cheesy, but the long road to recovery truly is a long road you know what i'm saying they're not kidding they're not kidding when they call it that it doesn't come easy now the ball's in their court and it's their job to get better you know and that they got to work at that you know and that's where we're at now so that's that man you know (laughs) it's not the most cheery subject matter but uh i'm sure people were probably curious after i brought that up last time well, I appreciate the update. I know that there was a couple people that for sure were wondering how things were going. And so uh, uh, appreciate the update. Good luck, Will. Absolutely. Keep the, keep the positivity going. Yes. Uh, good luck, uh, Will's former... Uh, Rihanna. Her name is Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna, good luck. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. All positive thoughts going towards you. And respect to her her and her family, man. I will say this. The mom was like, look, we don't blame. And, and this could change. But she was like, we don't blame Will. We loved Will. Uh, you know, this we don't hold anything against him. And I, I, I got to be honest. We may have talked about this last time. If that was my daughter, I'd have a hard time be it, not being like, fuck that guy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Just in all honesty, like looking. If I looked at my daughter, if my daughter Kylie was sitting there all battered and broken and bruised up. And I knew it was her boyfriend who drove the car. And even if it wasn't just an accident and, you know, they nothing, no other things involved that caused it, no extenuating circumstances, I'd have a hard time being, hey, it's cool. We love that guy, you know? Uh, so props to the family. They've been incredible. Uh, again, I will say for right now, that could always change. I never, you right. know, yeah. But yeah, no, they've been amazing, man. They've been amazing true blessing mm. so uh let me uh if you don't mind you're gonna transition uh yeah i'd like to <laughs> what you said this was five years there it is. yes sir yes sir welcome to savages travel log today's episode we talk about I don't know. I don't know yet. So yeah, you yeah, don't know. Take, Nobody take it knows. away, Savage. So me, I imagine it has something to do with an airport. Well, <laughs> that's me, just a safe. Let guess. me just tell you this. That's me playing it safe. Let me start with this. I went on my normal 
Alabama Tampa run. I gotta say, this Cayman Jack. Yeah. Is this Lafondizi brought these? Yeah. Hey, this Cayman Jack is delicious, man. I love it. It's tasty. Thank you. That anyway. is a tasty burger. It's a tasty beverage. Yeah, it's delicious, man. Margarita in a can. Now, who knew? I love it. God dude. bless America. I think I'm getting a little silly off of it. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so let me just start by saying, um, normal Tampa run, uh-huh. Tampa Bama run. Okay. Anytime I travel, I try to do something that I don't do on the reg or I can't do on the regular. Sure. Can't you know? Can't I? I, I try. Uh huh. Not to slide down to Bama and go to Carl's Jr. Or Correct. Hardee's. Because yeah, I can yeah, go yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always try to do something. Even if I've already done it before, you know, and I still can't do it. So one part of this story is uh, I've been there before, but it's been a long time. I went to Whataburger. Yes. Yes. You sent me that picture. Uh, not Weezer Burger or Wonder Woman Burger. <laughs> yeah. You, you snapshotted the logo and uh, messengered it to me. And my first reaction was, oh, shit, he got a Wonder Woman Happy Meal. Like, where's that at? Wonder Woman ain't got a movie out right now. Like, where the hell is he? Because that W is pretty spot on to that Wonder Woman logo. Right. It's close. I'm sure. You know, I don't know if Whataburger was first. Wonder Woman's been around for quite a long time. So, anywho, proceed. So, I went to Whataburger in, yeah. in the Alabamers. Wonder Burger. Wonder Burger. <laughs> Weezer Burger. Yeah. And. Uh, you might be onto something. Yeah. And it was, um, it was good. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it. Uh, they also had a banana pudding milkshake, Ooh, which, uh, you did know, you have that? when in Rome. Oh, hell yes. How uh, could you not? Uh, yeah, exactly. How could you not? I, I really, I have been told by many people, when you go, you got to get the Dr. Pepper shake. Oh, shit. So I was like, all right, I'm getting the Dr. Pepper shake. And as I approached the door, big sign banana pudding shake and i was like so much for the dr pepper shake yeah, today see ya anybody can get some vanilla ice cream and a dr pepper and make so a shake. i had the, the banana pudding shake and it was phenomenal it was very good was it just what the doctor ordered uh no <laughs> thank you though in neither way uh, in no way shape no. or form right um, but uh. uh and the burger was good i had like a Pretty much like a double with bacon or whatever. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. a tasty burger. It was good. Right. Um, so let me ask you real yeah. quick. Uh, is I, 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 I'm really wondering if you're going to ask me the same exact question that everyone that the Mad Cyclone you? already asked. Okay, me. I was so going to say is I'm asking. I'm wondering if it's along the lines of uh, In and Out. Is it their version of In and Out? No. And here's the thing: is like is this that is, what he asked you? No. But oh, okay. this is the biggest thing. You watch TikTok or whatever. Pretty yeah. much like Texas and California is always fighting Whataburger versus In and Out, right? Right. 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 And you know. You could find people that'll be like, In and Out is trash. Sure, it's out there. Like they're just a basic burger, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and we get, got Five Guys too, which is a, a right there. It's, it's pretty damn good too. So, um, it it it's I don't even know what to kind of compare it to. It's just a good burger place. Like it's like fast food though. Oh yeah, it's funny because yeah. I. As much as I know that In-N-Out is fast food and and uh, Five Guys is fast food, their burgers don't taste fast food to right. me. So this is still along the lines of more of like a, I don't have a, anything to compare it to, but a Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. or some or a Hardee's mm-hmm. or something right, like right. that. Okay. Okay. So it's in that realm. Uh, so quality burger. Okay. Uh, not... Uh, um, Good stuff. I'd yeah, go yeah. again. I would, if someone we were going to Whataburger, I'd be like, cool, man. I can make it work. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. Especially with the banana shakes on the menu. And that was good? 
fantastic. Oh, that sounds really because, good. Because, you know, the thing about the banana pudding mm. shake is mm-hmm. it's not just a banana shake. Mm. You got to incorporate that kind of, you know, like the vanilla wafer kind of Yeah, the pudding taste, aspect. The pudding it. aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. I, I thought I was just, honestly, I was like, I'm going to get it. But I, f- I, I fear. Yeah. I use the term loosely. Fear that it's just going to be a banana shake. Yeah. But it was. It was banana pudding. Like, it tasted really good, and it was that phenomenal. The, the consistency was great. Yeah, I, uh, I'd eat that. Yeah. Or drink that. Something. I Yeah. <laughs> I'd indulge. Yeah. Whatever it is, I'd do it. Uh, and then uh, I also, uh, while in Tampa, uh-huh. went to Culver's. Culver's. Okay. That, another burger spot? Yeah, and Culver's okay. is really big, and it's one of the ones, I think, that when we did the burger uh, draft... Mm. That someone brought up Culver's. Somebody brought him and up, and I hadn't yeah. been there before. Uh, Culver's was really good. Uh-huh. Uh, same kind of thing, uh, different than Whataburger. I will say this: you walk into Culver's, and it is extremely clean. It is th- they've got a fantastic menu. Like the ambiance is very nice. It's a fast food joint, but it is. Yeah, you know, it's you can tell like they really give a shit about what they're doing. Like you walk in and out, people are nice, people greet you. Like they, if you want to work here, you have to be a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same you know? thing with Chick Fil A. Yeah, absolutely. They're pretty pristine in there, oh. and it's like, thank you so much, have a good day, Just welcome. Great. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, yeah. anything for you. I got it. So like that. So very much like that. Okay. Um, uh, really cool uh, vibe. They have a lot of uh, alternate things that you don't get in a regular place. Mm. They have cheese curds. Okay. Which was great. I, I got a cheese curd. They were pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, which I, you know, deep fried cheese curd at a fast food joint. I was skeptical. Sure. They were, they were good. Sure. Um, for sure. Uh, I will also tell you, uh, I, same kind of thing. Double burger, cheese, bacon. Uh-huh. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I, neither of the burgers blew me away. Yeah. Neither of the burgers I would think would change my top five. No. Uh, but I would absolutely go again. Okay. And I'll tell you this, if you are a fan of Whataburger or you are a fan of Culver's and I didn't order something right, I go back every month. So if there's something I should be getting, let me know. Sure. Yeah. I I, I have no clue. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be definitely wanting to go back. But uh, let me ask you real quick. Yeah, go ahead. You and I are both gearing up to start a diet. Mm Mm-hmm. It's tough to do that when you're on the road. It's insanely hard. It's really difficult. So what are you it, thinking? What are you thinking you're going to do? What do you think as far as? Well, here, here's the problem. And, and, and this is the, and we've talked I mean, about. You, you're gone at least two or three times a month, right? Is that uh, right? At least, at least twice. Well, here's the thing is like, it's really hard. Like you, it, we've talked about it before. You have to make a commitment. Yes. And, so, and, and, any, and, any, with and the number yeah. one time. Yeah, I was successful at really getting on it and losing weight and being healthy and working out and yes. being on top of my shit. Yeah, yeah. I was basically confined to my house during COVID. You're talking about quarantine. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. I was, I had lost some weight, but then that's when I really took it to another level, right? Right. Like I lost 50 during COVID. Yes, that's right. Right. Yeah, everyone, because right. I, I saw everyone else getting puffy. Yo, on the I, Zoom calls, and then I start, yeah, and I started working. So I, yeah. and I had a gym in my house. I'm I started, puffy. right? I still working out. So, I mean, that's the biggest, one of the hardest problems is that when I was doing my best, I basically like took away, um, you know, any wants or I took away any temptation. I put myself in a situation where, you know, and I allowed myself to have some, you know, 
go to taco trucks once in a while. You sure, know, have a little of something, course. right? Because I, w- I knew I would have failed if I went cold turkey. Absolutely. But I put myself in a situation where I was really in a controlled environment. Right. And when you're traveling, that's you're the opposite of a controlled environment. Oh, 100%. Because, like, for example, like, I'm traveling, right? And I'm flying, and now my flight's delayed, and this, and now I'm, you know... And now I haven't eaten. I was supposed to eat an hour ago, but now I've been delayed another hour and a half, two hours, and I got to find something. In right? the airport. And, yeah, yeah, or like right outside the airport and, you know, Google kale salad. You know, you know I mean, that's yeah, just not yeah, something yeah, I'm going to no. do because I'm already late to somewhere. Right. So yeah. it's really difficult. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Eating healthy is not convenient. And that's not funny. I shouldn't say that's funny. It's not. But... Like, I, I got Carl's Jr. on the way here. I right. could eat that burger while I was driving. It may mm-hmm. not have been a best idea with the barbecue sauce, but right. I could eat the burger and the fries while driving. A salad? Yeah, give that a shot while you're driving. Right. Uh, fruit, a fruit plate, you know, like salad. Uh, you know, you could eat a banana, I guess, while you drive, or an apple or something like that. But a healthy meal, what constitutes eating healthy, is generally something you sit down with a knife and a fork and and have to have a plate in front of you to eat because healthy doesn't include bread or tortillas or buns or rolls or right, anything right. that that's easy to hold on to and, and put down like and that's the problem when you're on the run i i haven't been traveling per se but i've lived in a hospital for the last couple of weeks where it's like oh i'm just gonna go downstairs and well what's already pre-made yeah they've got salads but no i was eating the pizza because it was quick and i could carry it back up and eat it in the elevator on the way back up to the room or when I'm out door dashing and I just grab whatever from a gas station, you know? Could I get a salad? But yeah, I don't have time because they're going to send me another order that I got to go pick up. So yeah, you and me both are in a bit of a quandary, man. It's just going to be about, I guess, dedication, right? And just how bad do we want it? And, and, and it's 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 going to be extremely difficult and I've already thought about this when I travel. But like, yeah, like Every month, for the most part, I've got a two to three day trip where I go to Alabama, mm-hmm. I go to Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Airports, hotels, mm-hmm. right? On the run, on the go. Mm-hmm. Um, the other part of it too is, and this is the really hard part, and this, it kind of goes against everything that I, uh, that I know as a, as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was taught you don't waste your food, sure. right? And and if and if and, and and I was kind of raising this, get what you can, right? right get right. yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, guess what? I get per diem when I'm gone. Yeah. A certain amount for lunch, certain amount for dinner, certain amount for breakfast when I'm on the road. Right. Right. Unless I'm at a hotel that has continental or, a, or yeah, you know, yeah. a breakfast. So, I'm. I have the ability sometimes to be healthy right but also i feel like i'm leaving something on the table i have an opportunity to get a free steak dinner here right yeah absolutely yeah i I have an opportunity to spend 30 plus bucks on a steak dinner that i wouldn't have to pay for right right so that's hard for me because i'm like oh i could get this salad or i could get the 12 ounce sirloin staring me dead in the face and not have to pay a penny yeah it's incredible it's a it's a crazy way to look at it but you're absolutely right man with facing that decision how many people would choose the salad and and that and that's the thing and look i already know 
Like, if there was some fucking trainer in the room right now, what he'd say? I know, dude. Yeah. If Mariposa Mahler was here, I know what he'd say. Yeah. It's Sad. about dedication. You got to make sacrifice. You got to make the changes, right. the choices. I get it. I know. Yeah. yeah I yeah. really do. Yeah. But yeah. also, that shit's hard. It is very hard. Like, yeah. I was not. And I think a lot of it, too, comes from where we're trained from. What we, You know, I grew up in a restaurant. There was food everywhere. Yeah. I wasn't the, you know what I mean? If I wanted fries, my dad made me fries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. If I was a little fat ass 12 year old and I was like, dad, I want a burger and it was four in the afternoon, he'd make me a burger. Right. To shut me up and get me out of the kitchen. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, because I was in the back, working in the, sitting in the back of the, of the, of the restaurant in a side room with a TV watching, you know, Nickelodeon with Mad Cyclone. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's so, like, here, put this in your mouth. Shut yeah, up. get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. French fries for everybody. Yeah, yeah, enjoy. Yeah. So, um, you know, the other, the other piece of it too, is this is like you said, I am gone. I am. So Alabama, Tampa. Yeah. I go to Portland one day, Uh huh. like just yesterday I was in Reading. That's an all day trip, right? You're on the road. Yeah. yeah. Driving. That's another one. You're driving. It's just, like I said, what are you going to eat when you're driving? Not healthy shit. Right. You're driving. Yeah. So it's, it's about. Trying to, there's always options. I've been thinking about it. Sure. Yesterday, Chick Fil A in um, in Reading, you know, they have a grilled chicken breast option yeah, sandwich. Yeah. They have kale salad. They have other options that you know. And, and the thing is, just it's, you know, this. It's hard to be sitting there looking at that 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 menu going. I'll just do this. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Almost all of them, like Carl's. I don't know about McDonald's, but I know for sure Carl's and Jack in the Box will both lettuce wrap anything. Like, so you could still get the double cheeseburger, but have it be lettuce wrapped. And you're cutting out, like, when you lose the bun, you're losing, like, 200 calories. Right. Easily. Easily. And a lot of times, if I don't get the bun, then I tell them, Hey, you know, hold the mayo because that lettuce starts to slide around and it's weird. So then again, no mayo and no bun. It's like 250, 275. You're down. The patties and the cheese aren't the worst part of it. Right. You know, so they'll all do that. And you and all of them will give you fruit, some kind of fruit or a salad in place of. It's just being able to have the willpower to make the right decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, is hard. You and I both at one point in our life proved we could do it. It's a matter of getting back on the horse and doing it again, right. basically. Yeah. And, and just about every hotel I ha- I go to has some type of fitness center. Right. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. They all have a pool. If, at the minimum, they're going to have a couple treadmills or something. Yeah. It's, it's about making the right choices, making the commitment. Yes. And, uh, you know, maybe you know being smart and and, that, and that's the hard part is like some of those meals it's just hard to be smart oh yeah you know like when i'm fun. on the road and i'm on the and i'm getting <laughs> breakfast yeah like it's hard to find healthy breakfast when you're on the run yeah yeah it's it, basically oatmeal lunch yeah lunch and dinner it can be done yeah breakfast seems real hard yeah yeah because what are your you either eat some some cheerios or some oatmeal something like if that. if i'm at the hotel i'm okay yeah yeah because yeah. i can kind of maneuver it around they'll usually have that kind of stuff at a hotel listen and i hate to be this guy but here's the problem yeah is a lot of times i get put up in the hampton inn suites yeah which is not a fancy hotel it's, no, it's no. nice it's fine yeah but they have a breakfast yeah and it's a little room right yeah yeah and just about every one of them look the same yeah and um in those places 
Right. They have a you can make your own Belgian waffle. Ooh. And yeah. here's the problem. That's tasty. It yeah. is tasty. Yeah. But they have a regular waffle or some other kind of seasonal waffle. Uh-huh. And the one other waffle that they always have most of the time in stock uh-huh. is a malted vanilla waffle. Ooh. And it is absolutely oh. phenomenal. I don't even like waffles. Yeah. They're not like, if, if it wasn't that, I'd be like, I could pass on this. Yeah, yeah. But I had the malted vanilla waffle one time and yeah. it blew my mind. Yeah. So now every time I'm like, I'm having a waffle. And is it where you pour the stuff in and yep. close you it make and you wait, it fresh. you sit there and wait to make it? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's. You drop a little butter, a little syrup on it. Oh, that's tough to pass. Start your day, man. Yeah, that, that'll get you going. Yeah. So uh, the an- the long answer to your question is it's going to take commitment and yeah. making better decisions. And it's going to be extremely hard. I was hoping you had a magic trick or something. No, no magic trick. I looked. Right. I tried. <laughs> okay. So it. let's get to the meat and potatoes of, the of story. my story. The funny part. Yeah. So uh, it, 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 I, you might even, I don't know if it's funny. Okay. Here it's we go. the good part. Uh, the so, juicy part. So I go, I see my kid. We t- I take her to University of South Florida. We do the whole tour. We go to the admissions. We go to financial aid. We right, go to the right, bookstore. Right. We're there for like three hours. Then uh-huh. we go and eat at Culver's. We have a great time. We spend a bunch of time together. Uh, she actually is a rapper. Ooh, nice. I got her stuff right here on Spotify. We're going to play a little for us. We're going to give her a little a little, oh, little time. heck yeah. Um, What's her rap name? Uh what is her rap name, sir? Oh, yeah. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. You can finish your story and oh, tell me Lex, after. Lex Nicole, L-E-X-X-X. Oh, okay. So, uh, but N-I-C-C. She's nasty on the mic. That's yeah, what I'm is. hoping. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you haven't listened yet. Okay. No, I have. We oh, listened okay. to it in the car, and okay. and, uh, and uh, we. Uh, she was trying to bond with me a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I play her a couple 209 ciphers and some stuff, Yeah. and she was, like, blown away of oh, you yeah? and me on the mic and oh, okay. she was like I had no idea and I was like don't judge a book by its cover you know yeah 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 absolutely yeah so I had it with all the songs you know yeah heck yeah I hope that you yeah will finally see the light that's right I haven't heard that Baby. one in a while she's heard it more than I have recently <laughs> yeah streams going up streams yeah. going up yeah. uh, so anyway we're done and I take her home and I have this. I was the, my my trip was three out three days this time because I was doing something else for another unit the day before. Okay. And then I know I needed a bunch of time extra because I was going to the college with her. Sure. So it was weird. I had to. So I worked it out. So it was three days. Okay. So my flight was until seven fifty five, and it was like three. Shit. So I got too much time to do. Not enough time to do anything. Right. But not enough time to just go to the hospital. The the uh, airport. Right. Almost said hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely didn't want to go to the hospital. No, hell no, no reason. Hell no. So I was like stuck in the middle. So I went to uh, Starbucks, found a Starbucks. It was kind of over by where my hotel was the night before. So I could plug in my stuff. I got on the computer, returned some emails because I couldn't really do it that well on my phone. Just actually doing some work, right? Right. And uh, I'm sitting there and then about 3.30, 3.40, I get a notification on my phone. My flight was canceled. Shit. And I was like, fuck, what? Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, maybe it's not me. Maybe something's up. Didn't know. Maybe they're put, you know, maybe there's another flight that I look, right? My flight's canceled, blah, blah, blah. So I call my uh, travel people and they're like, travel people meaning someone at your work that yeah, handles yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Some admin people that sure, kind of handle sure. all the travels and the travel requests and all that stuff. And they're like, I didn't get a notification. I was like, well, I just got it on the app. It got it's, it, my flight's canceled. I looked, it's gone. It's telling me that I need to reschedule or they're going to try to reschedule me. 
So I'm sitting there and bottom line, long story short, um, they reschedule me. Okay. For the following morning at seven in the morning, uh-huh. flying home from Tampa to Phoenix, uh-huh. sitting in Phoenix for almost four hours. Shit. Then yeah. catching a flight for an hour and 10 minutes from Phoenix to Sac. Damn. The one thing I will tell you is that it did teach me that it's not that far from Sac to Phoenix. So maybe I'm going to fly down there for a Kings game this year. Oh, a Phoenix Suns game. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not that far. No, yeah. It's only a little bit over an hour. Yeah. So anyway, the um, so now I'm, uh, it's, it's roughly 4 o'clock. Yeah. I'm staying in Tampa another night. I gotta get a, I, I don't have a place to stay, right? I, we gotta figure all this out. My th- stuff was canceled. They're like, you need to go to Southwest and get a voucher, da da da. The flight was canceled because of thunderstorms and other stuff going on in Denver, which is where I was heading. Uh-huh. By the way, if you've never heard me say this before, fuck Denver. Oh, I'd Denver never Airport is that. fucking terrible. Every time I'm there, something's going on. Yeah. Not to mention when I was there on the way there, I had to get lunch because I was at the airport and they're just sandwiches were sixteen ninety nine. Yeah, airports are insane. They really gi- they really yeah. give you the business. Yeah, and that's really expensive. Yeah, uh, it Even was like a, an it, it was like it was like a trash like almost looked like a like a vending machine sandwich. Yeah, yeah, like some pre made ham sandwich from a gas yeah, station. Sixteen ninety nine. Woo, boy, that's a markup there. Yeah, so Denver. Somebody's getting rich. Denver's getting double birds over here. All right, uh, fuck you, so, Denver. Yeah. So uh, anyway. They're like, we don't give vouchers because we canceled it for safety reasons. Like it says on the back of your ticket, if flights are canceled because of weather and safety, like that's not our fault. We're not going to. Sure. You know, which totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the problem is that the people on the Southwest phone number when I called told me that I need to go to the airport to get a voucher instead uh-huh. of just telling me they wouldn't do that. Right. So that wasted another hour of my time to go sure. to the Southwest, to go to the back to the airport, find parking, go to the Southwest gate so they could be like, hey. We don't do that. Thanks right, for coming yeah. by. <laughs> the other piece was that I had really good boarding. If you've never flown Southwest, you have to log in and you get a boarding pass. Uh-huh. It's like pick whatever seat you want. I have you, flown yeah. Southwest. Yeah, so, yeah. So you got to get on 24 hours before, get your yeah. boarding pass, and you get a chance at a better seat. Yeah. Uh, so I had really good boarding, but then when they rescheduled me to the other thing, like it's like A, B, and C, right? I had like A58 and B4. So I had like really good boarding passes yeah, yeah, yeah. when they rebooked me on the other flight it was like c58 and c59 basically one of the last two people to get on the plane right as, Shit. yeah which i'll tell you what i already know yeah people love seeing the fat guy get on last yeah oh sure you know what i mean because there's <laughs> yeah, only middle yeah, yeah. seats left yeah yeah right, right and they're right. like jesus christ right so yeah. i was like hey man i had really good boarding is there like a pre-board is there like can you put me on the a-list or something to help supplement that and she's like, no, there's no, no A-list left, dude. And she's like, I'll tell you what. And she's like, so she does a little something. She prints out me two board passes. She's like, I gave you pre-boarding. So, like, you board with, like, the wheelchair people. Oh, shit. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, so I yeah. got on the plane before even, like, the A's did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was funny because, like, people were like, I was, like, following the wheelchair people. And they were like, why is he, why is he getting on? <laughs> I didn't care. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. went to the back of the bus and sat on an aisle. I don't give a shit. Shut Just up. Be like, hey, fuck you. My knee hurts. So anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to limp a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's right. After all the n- nasty licks I got in Tampa. I got a nasty fucking ankle injury from I got hooping. a backyotomy. That's right. My neck and my back. Yeah. I'm on 150,000. That's right. Uh, Ezeo. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so I called back the travel people and I was like, hey, I need a hotel. 
Yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, we got you one. We just sent it to you in an email. So I open it and it's like, uh, whatever the extended stay, whatever. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I'm like, this is a picture. I was like, that doesn't look good. Yeah. So I go over and it's on the other side of the airport, not on a side of the airport I've ever been. It's in like this commercial area where there's like, um, commercial buildings. There's not even a sign for the extended stay America thing. Right. Uh-huh. It looks like as I pull up, it doesn't even look like a hotel. There's no signs. Uh-huh. And I'm like, is this it? I walk in through the front doors. As I walk through the door, I see a dude holding a pit bull Shit. with uh-huh. a full chain, like a junkyard dog chain. Okay. Yeah. 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 In the lobby. Okay. And I was like, oh man, it smells like 1978. It doesn't smell right. The look is like, it doesn't look like a hotel. Like these extended stay places. Yeah. You know, there's people who live there. Oh, okay. That's where they live. If there's a flight be canceled, I've never stayed at one of those. Well, they they put us in that. Not the Southwest. Okay. The the agency put me. Okay, so if you have a flight canceled, they don't. The airport doesn't have any responsibility to put you into those, or it depends if it's their fault. Okay, but if it's like just when the I missed weather. when I missed my flight one time, I don't know if you remember. Remember a while back, I had to stay an extra night in Atlanta. Yes, because I had just missed my connecting flight. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I missed the connecting flight because of Delta's fault. Okay, so Delta gave me food for the night. Delta put me up in a hotel. I got up the next morning, flew home to SAC from, Del- from and Atlanta. And Delta put you in there. Delta paid for it all. Be- no, Delta oh. put me in like a nice hotel. Because there's in Atlanta, there's like this book of this set of hotels. Oh, okay. And you could pick your hotel. Oh, okay, nice. But it wasn't the airport's fault. Like they're not, or Southwest's fault. They're not going to take responsibility yeah, yeah, for that because yeah. it was weather-related, safety issues. Right. So my people put me in, picked that place. So if you didn't have money in that situation, if you were just like trying to get home and you were like on E in your in your bank account, that, you're, you're sleeping in the airport. That's why you see people sleeping in the airport. There okay. So uh, I'm like, I, I don't have a good feeling already. There's a dude in the lobby with a pit bull. I give the guy my information. He checks me in. Uh, I walk, he tells me where the airport is or the, uh, the elevator. I walk around the corner. I'm, I'm waiting for the elevator. There is a old dude who's like, I don't know, 80. Uh-huh. And he has a hook for a hand. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I'm like... Did you just get done talking with the pit bull? Yeah. <laughs> yeah what At this point, I'm like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Elevator dings, opens up. Uh-huh. 100% a prostitute walks out. Sure. Yeah. Right? And she's looking and she's smiling, telling both of us, hey, baby. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Walks down the hallway and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Go hit two on the elevator, go to my room. I'm like, what am I walking into right now? I don't even know. Dude. Yeah, yeah. What's the room? Open, the, look open like? the room. The room was not bad. Okay. It wasn't great. Right. But at this point, I'm not comfortable. Right. So I'm sitting there. I'm on the phone. I'm talking to Kim. And as I'm talking to Kim, yeah, like I'm, I'm I, I, the, the smells off. It's just this isn't this ain't it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know this. I'm not a stuck-up dude. No, no. I don't. I don't feel like I'm better than anything or better than above anybody. Right. So for me to feel that uncomfortable, right, is telling you something. Sure. 
as I'm on the phone, and it's like extended stay, so it's like a little kitchenette area. Yeah, yeah. Right from, you know, looked like it was built before Three's Company was filmed. <laughs> and 70s style. I'm sitting yeah. there, and I see this massive bug f- walk across the floor. Oh, shit. All right, I'm done. I'm not staying here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even care if I have to pay for it out of my own pocket right now. I'm not staying here. I right. do not feel safe. Right, right, right. Right. So I call, I'm trying to call my boss. She doesn't answer. I call this other lady who's a supervisor of another area who I'm cool with. And I tell her all the stuff I just told you. And she's like, hell no, don't stay there. Yeah. Go downstairs. Call the travel people. Say, hey, I can't stay here. They're not going to answer because it's after five. Tell them, this is why I'm not staying here. I'm going to go to another hotel. Uh-huh. They'll just reimburse you then. Maybe, yeah. well, that's the hope. Hoping. Maybe they could yeah. be like, no. And at that point, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's if I'm footing it, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah, yeah. But... Whatever. That you're getting out of there. Yeah. So I go, so I go downstairs. I'm like, all right, I'm leaving. So I call the travel people before I walk out, and they answer, even though it's after five. And I was like, hey, so and so, I'm not staying here. And they're like, what? What's going on? And I so I tell them, I go, this, 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 and this all happened in the last five minutes. And they're like, oh my god, no, absolutely. Go downstairs. Tell me you need a refund. You can't stay there. And then, uh, and then we'll try to find you another hotel. I said, look, dude, where I stayed last night was great. It was fine. It was right by the airport. That whole bay of hotels over there. This is on the other side of the airport. And uh, I'll, I'll just tell you this right now. That where I pay, where we are, I was at the night before was like 150, 160 with taxes or whatever. Yeah. This place was 79.99. Oh shit. Right? There's yeah. a reason. Yeah, it's yeah. 79.99. Yeah. So I go downstairs. Right. I, I I didn't pack anything. Thank God. So I didn't get any of that on my stuff. And uh, I, I take the keys and I go to the counter and I'm like, hey man. I can't stay here. You know what he says? I figured. Okay, <laughs> no. man, cool. Oh, uh, that was it. Didn't yeah. question a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, no problem, dude. You yeah. see, right? And, I, and my buddy, uh, after I'm telling him the story, he was like, he probably wanted to tell you something when you were checking in. Yeah. But he probably thought maybe this is just like a business dude and he's meeting up with a hooker or something. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. Or he's getting drugs. Right. And then, like, I didn't even make it a half an hour in there and I was like, I'm out of here, dude. And he's like, peace. So he yeah. gave me a receipt. I walk outside. I call them to tell them, hey, I already checked out. And so they put me back in the same place that okay. I was. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Right. Travel the next day is long day because I got to be up at like at the airport at five in the morning. Sure. Which is two at o'clock here, which means my day started at 1 30 because I had to return the rental car. Right. Right. And right. then, uh, fly to phoenix sit there for four hours right irritated because i should have been home the night before yeah yeah finally catch a flight from phoenix to sac get off the plane in sac it's now two o'clock on a friday Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. gotta walk to my car get my car haven't eaten yet get some food now i'm in friday traffic i don't get back to the stockton area till like 5 p.m so which is when my day is over 1 30 a.m our time to 5 p.m. is was my day shit yeah that's so a long day long ass day yeah. but dude in the lobby with a pit bull on a junkyard dog chain yeah hooker in the elevator bug crawling across the floor you say hooker in the elevator but you also had a hooker you had a dude with a hook for a hand <laughs> yeah. hey captain hook waiting for the elevator yeah hooker in the elevator captain hook waiting on a hooker and I'm wondering if the dude with the pit bull on the chain was her pimp. I don't you know, know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I forgot another piece. Yeah. So I'm leaving, right? The guy's processing my return. He gives me the, the, the my card back. He gives me the receipts showing zero charge, whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He says, sorry, man. 
I said, all right, man, thanks. I turn around to leave. These four dudes just came from, I'm assuming the pool or a spa or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just swim shorts, no shirts on, towels, uh, these weird tattoos above their right pec. Uh-huh. All four of them speaking some type of Ukrainian, Czechoslovakian yeah, yeah. language. Euro. And yeah. all four of them look like gangsters. Yeah. They look like they just came out of one of the John Wick movies. Uh-huh. And they are yeah. all speaking that language. Yeah. Okay. One of them stops and looks at me weird as I walk by him. Oh, shit. You got out of there just in the nick of time, dude. I was like, what the fuck I'm is going sure on? I'm pretty sure the next day, everyone in that hotel was dead. Yeah. You, you get, dude. You, I need to Google it. Yeah, yeah. I, you need to. Because I'm 100%. The, the pit bull ate somebody. Those dudes assassinated somebody. Something happened in that. The hooker was actually an undercover assassin. Something happened. The dude with the hook murdered people. I, I'm not sure which. Any one of those scenarios, I'd put money on. Somebody died that night. Right. Yeah. Got to. Had to. So that's my travel story. I've had, I've had tales of accidents. Yeah. I've had nights where I miss my flight because it's not my fault and I got to stay an extra night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I've got the crazy hotel I shouldn't have been put in. All kinds of shit. I never even thought about the hotel at the airport being shitty like that. Well, it wasn't at the airport. It was like off the airport on the other side of the freeway. Right. And they just called in an extended stay. Yeah, okay. That's insane, dude. That's crazy. But hey, shit happens, man. It's good. I'm glad you got out of there because that just didn't sound safe at all, dude. It, you, you go with your gut in those scenarios. Your gut was telling you, I got to get the fuck out of here. And that, Immediately, my gut was like, mm, this ain't it, yeah, dude. Yeah, you, and you got to listen. You got to listen to your gut, man. When it tells you something like that, there's a reason for it. And you did the right thing. You got an expensive outcast bobblehead at home you got to get to. That's right. You got to get home. You need to come home alive without any hooks in you, any, any pit bull bites in your ass or any Ukrainian hitmen put dumping lead in you, dude. Mm-hmm. I and mean, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's You got to avoid all that shit. Right. Never thought I'd say that when you're traveling for <laughs> social work, but, you know, <laughs> avoid the hitmen, the junkyard dog, and Captain Hook, and the whore. You know, that's all there is to it. Sounds like a movie. <laughs> hey. A lot of people have been asking me if I'm checking out of this place. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm checking out. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm out. I'm thinking I'm out. Yeah. That's insane, dude. What a crazy story. Well, I'm glad you remembered. I'm glad you told me that. Oh, I will uh, never forget that story. I will never forget that story. And I wasn't there. And I'm going to remember that forever. Hey, uh, if anybody ever says, hey, just stay at the Extended Stay America, the answer is no. No. And you've also got my mind racing. How much are tickets in Phoenix when the Kings play them? There you go. Look, uh, hey, because I'll tell you this. Phoenix sucks right now, right? Are they horrible? Uh, they're, no, they're good. They got KKD. Oh, that's But I right. bet you, yeah. I bet you their tickets are probably cheaper than SAC. I'm sack go- is I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. You know how we do with the Kangs. Yeah, you probably get some good seats in that. And then my mind was going, is there anywhere else close? That's probably the best bet. Huh? PDX, bro, Portland. Portland, yes. That's probably about an hour or two, huh? I've flown yes, to Portland. It's been a minute. And you know, if uh, the Supersonics still existed, that would be an option as well. Yep. They're saying they're trying to bring another. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that. It's only an hour flight. That's what everybody keeps telling me about the A's in Las Vegas. You know, it's only an hour flight to, to Las Vegas. Like, I know. It's just not the same. I get it. Baseball's different. You know, I, I just... 
It needs to be home, right. or at least close to home. It's baseball, you know. Anywho, how we doing on time, man? Are we wrapping about to wrap up? this bad boy up? Yeah, man. this feels like it's been a good episode. So, uh, anything else you want to say before I get us on up out of here? Uh, let's see. Uh, Great story, man. Good job. Uh, keep pushing, Will. Yes, and Rihanna. Yes, yeah. Keep working. Fuck Denver. Yes, uh, correct. Sixteen ninety nine. Except for, for my homie John that lives in Denver and Mike, everybody else. Okay, fuck, yeah, yeah. fuck Denver Airport. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um. Never, ever, 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 ever stayed in extended stay America. Right. And uh, Culver's and Whataburger, huh, not bad. Not blowing yeah. me away. Yeah. There I've it had, is. There you eh, go. What's the, the song? Liar, liar. Eh, I've had better. <laughs> 125. Yeah. In your bra. That's right. <laughs> I got to watch that. It's been a minute. Jim Carrey's a genius. All right. Get us out of here, my guy. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it is not good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. All right. Captain Hook. <laughs> a Captain Hook and a hooker and the, and the Vader, man. That's right.